0: Simpsons fans, and welcome to the 114th episode of the Simpsons 138 episode spectacular podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Davis. You may remember me from such films as Plan 9 from Outer Space and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'll be joined by my co host, friend, and passionate Simpsons appreciator, Larry Scott.
1: Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs>
0: So, this is one of your favorite episodes. Oh, yeah. uh, But I will read the Wikipedia on it. It is Lisa the Skeptic. It's the eighth episode of The Simpsons' ninth season. It first aired on the Fox network. Oh, God, Fox. In the United States on November 23rd, 1997. On an archaeological dig with her class, Lisa discovers a skeleton that resembles an angel. All the townspeople believe that the skeleton actually came from an angel, but skeptical Lisa attempts to persuade them that there must be a rational scientific explanation. The episode's writer, David X. Cohen, developed the idea after visiting the American Museum of Natural History and decided to loosely parallel themes from the Scouse Monkey Trial. The episode received generally positive reviews. Generally. So that is your Wikipedia. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This episode, it's just, it is one of my personal favorites to me. It's just a really good comfort episode. I I endlessly talk about this, but it's one of the ones I've seen many, many, many times because of the endless reruns of The Simpsons on the Fox network. And I, I think it does a really good job of tackling, like, a really heavy theme of science versus religion in a really fun way. And it's such a perfect ensemble episode where a lot of the townspeople get a a lot of really good action and some really, really good quotes. And, you know, Lisa absolutely takes center stage and, and she has some really great episodes that we haven't covered yet, but I think Lisa gets the short end of the stick when it comes to the best episodes. And I think this is one of hers, uh, by far uh, one of her best episodes and Bart is really, uh, like, even behind the townspeople in this episode, uh, he is a really minor character just coming up with like one-liners. But uh, the story of the angel and uh, just faith versus science and fact and jokes, it, it all just creates a perfect storm uh, to make this one of my most memorable episodes for sure.
0: Yeah, I think they do a really good job bringing you the, uh, the side of both – you know, religion and, and, or I guess just faith instead of religion, but faith and science where, you know, you see what Lisa's saying with the whole, you know, as right-thinking people, okay, so science says it has to be explainable and that's, you know, just attributing it to being an angel that doesn't make any, you know, there's, there's nothing with that. That's not tangible. But Marge also has that really good scene where, um, you know, she basically says, you know, uh, if you can't have, you know, some sort of leap, leap of faith in any kind of aspect of your life, I feel sorry for you. And in that moment, you kind of, I don't know, at least for me, I kind of lean with Marge where I'm kind of just like, even the most scientifically thinking person, like if you can't make any sort of leap of faith or or, or put your faith in anything. That's, that is kind of sad. So um yeah you're right there's so much that's very well done about this episode
1: yeah i just read something recently that in physics and i'm gonna butcher the hell out of this but in physics there's not really fact there's more of like this is the current proved hypothesis or something because right they're just waiting for technology to, to develop to disprove the next thing you know so um uh, i think that's really interesting and uh yeah, just I, I like the mystery angle aspect of, of this episode, too, where if you're paying attention, I mean, it's easy to see uh, that this is some kind of setup of pretty early on, but the fact that we're not really sure what's happening and we're kind of along for the ride as well makes it pretty entertaining to me, and uh, I, I just like I like how it goes about getting there. And, and the end is really great, too. But yeah, so yeah. to walk through the episode, you know, it starts with the boat giveaway, which is <laughs> inconsequential really to the rest of the episode other than setting up them finding the, the excavation plot. But the boat giveaway itself is really great and just sets up Homer in another scam by the police.
0: Which is, it's painfully obvious what Homer is walking into. So they have it the, the the boat giveaway, the you know you won the police raffle that you didn't sign up for, <laughs> <laughs> and and they have it station. So Homer shows up, and of course, uh, jailbird snake uh, goes in ahead of him, and, and it's like snickering and with his hand over his mouth and he's like yeah sure it's right through this door and then you hear like snake getting the crap beat out of him <laughs> and so homer <laughs> walks in and is just completely oblivious and the best part about all of it is after he you know writes the check for his unpaid parking tickets he <laughs> said, now may i please have my boat <laughs> Yeah, and then he's
1: back in the car, and the, the kids are like, "So where's the boat?" <laughs> he, he's just, I love that snake scene though. It just it, this is definitely a stupid Homer episode. I mean, he hears the police accosting Snake <laughs> after he just asked for the boat. <laughs> oh man, it just I think that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> I also like that uh, that Homer's excuse to Lisa about why he doesn't have a boat is that he didn't like it because the mast had termites.
1: <laughs> oh and then when he gets when homer gets accosted by the by the police oh my bodegarm
0: <laughs> we could probably talk about the first five minutes of this episode for a half hour by itself but um even beyond that first five minutes there's some really good stuff in this episode uh, and i guess uh, to lead even further the um the they, the whole setup is at, when they're driving home from the police station, Lisa sees that they're building a, a mini mall uh, where they had found some Indian arrowheads or something like that, and uh, she, of course, wants to be nosy and try and ruin everybody's fun. And,
1: yeah, and I love that she gets the school involved, too, and uh, she, she walks into Skinner's office and says, after nobody, none of the family wants to complain with her, of course, and her and Lionel Hutz go, and uh, try to get them to shut down the construction. Uh, they finally relent and let her dig, and she walks into Skinner's office and says, remember when I didn't sue when I found that scorpion in my applesauce? Well, I'm calling in my favor. And that <laughs> sets up a great scene, which gets the students to the archaeological dig uh, over the intercom. Attention. All honor students will be rewarded with a trip to an archaeological dig. <laughs> conversely all detention students will be punished with a trip to an archaeological
0: dig no no that's my... yeah I, I love that and it's funny because i i can totally relate to it uh it, you know I, I would totally think that an archaeological dig would be something the honor students want to do and would be something that the detention students would just rue like uh it, it yeah i mean they, they it follows with like a a scene with, like, uh, you know, a couple of the bullies, like, chained up wearing, <laughs> like, orange jumpsuits and singing, like, Gonna you know, do me a hole. <laughs> gonna it. <burn laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's all very funny.
1: Yeah. And then Ralph has a good, see, this episode is great because it has the kids involved too and the adults without, like, any tension between them, really. Like, just really really good getting everyone involved and i love how ralph has a freak out when he thinks he found a fossil and he can't even say
0: principal <laughs> skimster <skimcible> <laughs> that's one of my favorite ralph moments Is, is when he can't say principal skinner because he's too excited
1: <laughs> and that's your trial head ralph
0: and i found it <laughs> <laughs> and then um later when it shows you know how everybody's kind of like fallen asleep and and nobody's found anything uh bart and millhouse are shoveling dirt into martin's pants
1: (laughs) i had that written down as into martin's ass (laughs) that's a great psychic it is um
0: nothing in this episode for me specifically will beat the moment when she finds the the angel as the parents are showing up to pick up the kids. And Homer gets there and goes running up and pushes past everyone and, and says essentially <laughs> out of my way. I arrive late. <laughs> it's just so good.
1: Yeah and I love too when the town, all the town just randomly shows up <laughs> basically at this as, well I guess the hubbub probably has spread through the town like the rumor mill got going and they heard that Lisa had found something because she hadn't really uncovered the wing part of it yet that she just thinks it's a human. Um, but no, I love the psych gag of her Lisa trying to explain how it couldn't be an angel, like what the other possibilities are. And it shows a Homer version of a Neanderthal <laughs> getting his arms eaten by some angry fish. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, chief Wiggins got one of the best quotes of the episode. Um, Yeah, everyone's heard of angels, but who's ever heard of a Neanderthal? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, We kind of even skipped over uh, backtracking it, but there's a really great Lionel Hutt scene. He's trying to uh, orchestrate the archaeological dig for Lisa. Uh, She cites some sort of legal precedent. And he goes, that's right. And taps his briefcase as if he has like those papers in his briefcase. And as he taps it, it opens and reveals a half eaten sandwich and an apple core and nothing else, (laughs) which is hysterical. That's a very Lionel Hutz.
1: Yeah. And then later after they're arguing about the angel, uh, Lionel Hutz refers to the case of finders versus keepers, which is funny. Um, and as they're talking, Homer just straps the angel to the roof of the car and drives off while screaming, so long, suckers.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, uh, it, it's a really good episode for Homer. Uh, but I, I think, there, like you mentioned, there's so much good Lisa stuff. I feel like this is maybe this, this season or somewhere around here is when they started kind of being Lisa in some of her uh storylines like there's um uh the peewee football episode when lisa shows up and is like yeah the girl's gonna be on the team what do you think about that and flanders is like we already have a couple girls on the team and and she she doesn't know what to be enraged by and she can't figure out how to be enraged about it uh this is kind of in that same kind of vein i think where you know it's almost parodying you know lisa trying Who who wants to go complain with me? Um, It's parodying her being so complainy.
1: Yeah, one thing I read about this episode too is that an original version of it, of the script, had uh, Marge basically apologizing to Lisa, I think, at the end, Uh, which Mm -hmm. I'm really glad they didn't go that route. I think that totally changes the entire episode right um, yeah so in an earlier version this is on wikipedia by the way in an earlier version of the episode marge would have ended up apologizing to lisa for not supporting her letting the ending be more of a hmm. nod to lisa's correct assumptions all, all along and instead they have after the angel angels proved to be a publicity stunt for them all you know it's lisa got scared by the, the angel talking at the end and like squeezed marge's hand and they really had a sweet note of how she'll always be there for her, even if she's mm-hmm. right or wrong, no matter what, which I think is a much better ending to this episode than what they originally had planned for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think the ending is perfect the way it is, um, you know, oh, it, it, kind of, it kind of nods to the scientific, well, of course it wasn't an angel. But it also nods to when the angel starts talking in that booming voice, you know, Lisa squeezing Marge's hand, she still is, you know, a little girl and she still, you know, it's kind of like a, okay, so you think about things scientifically, but you don't know everything. Um, And in that moment, she didn't know what it was and it scared her. So um, yeah, the ending is absolutely perfect the way it is because whether you most people I think fall in the middle on the whole like science versus faith thing. Uh, Some people fall really far on one, one side or the other, but I don't think this episode would piss off anybody on that spectrum. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I see also on this Wikipedia that this is another one of those episodes that they use for like religious teachings kind of. Sure. Um, like Salt Lake City Episcopal Church, sorry if any of our <laughs> listeners attend this church, but uh, I'm going to be skeptical if a church in Utah is using this about belief in angels as education. But no, it's talking about it's just talking about like the juxtaposition of science and faith. I don't think anyone was appalled or upset with this episode. Uh, I don't remember there being any like talk back about it or controversy. So I think it did a good job of striding that middle line pretty well. And I mean, when they're so blunt about it. Like they are so forward with the science versus religion and I mean, they just talk about it throughout the entire episode. So it's not like it's even up for interpretation what they're talking about.
0: Right. Uh, and perfectly done in the background of all of it is Homer trying to make money off of the angel, which is amazing. Uh, it's just, like Homer to a T um, and you have that really cool moment where like people keep coming to the door and like Agnes wants to rub her foot on it. Cause she's having foot surgery and uh, Flanders wants to it, bring line. the family. Yeah. <laughs> Jackass. He wants to bring the fart. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to bring the family to pray in front of the angel and Homer, <laughs> Homer just yells, get, beat it, get your own angel. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Slanders looks so defeated and he's like alright thanks anyway Homer <laughs> like, uh, it, it, there's that moment where Homer realizes he could charge money for it because Lenny says um, you know, "He would, I'll give you a buck and it, it's very funny just perfect Homer see come,
1: on, Angel, Angel. 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 come on Homer I just want a quick look see pay a
0: buck a buck eh that gives me an idea Fifty cents, please.
1: Here's the angel. See the angel. It's my angel. No one else is next to the rakes.
0: Dad, it's not fair to claim this thing is an angel. There's no proof of that. No one's calling it an angel, Lisa. If you look carefully, you'll notice I never once used the word angel. What about that sign right there? That's a typo.
1: Oh, yeah, and I love that he gets the 50 cents for it too after earning the dollar. Um, but no, so then Lisa tries to go to like uh, a scientist to test the angel and find out it's true, who comes running up to the Simpsons house later <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> and Lisa is like, Uh, yeah, so what did the test say he's like, Inconclusive, uh, which we later find out he didn't even bother to do the test. <laughs> <which> <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just a great way to explain that that joke
0: oh yeah and this is um the the uh guy who the, the scientist that she went to that's a uh, actual american paleontologist stephen j gould um he actually died in 2002 so that's kind of sad not too long after this episode came out um but uh he appeared as himself in the episode lisa the skeptic uh, Gould spent much much of his life educating at Harvard University and working at the American Museum of Natural History in New York, which is where Lisa you know we see Lisa show up at the American Museum of Natural History. So apparently uh, that in New York is not too far for Lisa to ride on her bicycle. The um, only
1: college he could get into is Harvard. What a. <laughs> uh,
0: actually he he educated at Harvard, so he was a professor. Uh but the funny thing about it
1: <laughs> oh he's not good enough to get in I see you know those who can't uh, <laughs> you teach
0: that's right Um
1: that's right we're roasting the funny a, a thing paleontologist about, on this episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the funny thing to me about his, his appearance as himself is that when she says of course I don't have any money to pay you and he says that's okay I did, I didn't get into science for material gains whatever little money you have will be fine <laughs>
1: I know for like, uh, yeah, they, they wrote some really good lines for him. Yeah. He has plenty yeah. funny, funny ziggers
0: for sure. And just, you know, the fact that he's just a paleontologist, the the way he delivers the lines are just beautiful. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very funny. I mean, I'm just going to quick hit a couple more because there's so much more. I, this
1: episode just really makes me laugh. Lisa's on smart line and, uh, <laughs> You know, she says that angels are as real as unicorns, sea monsters, or leprechauns, and the great line of "Oh, that's a bunch of baloney!" Everyone knows leprechauns are extinct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when the town is like mobbing the museum uh, because they want to mm. hurt science, basically, and Mo uh, attacks yeah. a woolly mammoth with like a two by four, it crushes him, <laughs> and he says, "Ah, oh, I'm paralyzed." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just hope medical science can cure me. <laughs> oh man. Do you want to do you want to talk about the very end uh when everybody finds out that it is actually a hoax perpetuated by the people who built the mall?
1: Yeah, there's the whole the angel disappears and then it has the end will come at sundown carved into it and um uh, before the sundown occurs, they have some great, more, some more town moments that are really nice. Where uh, Homer, first of all, attaches to Marge because if they want her in heaven, they have to take him too. <laughs> and then Patty and Selma beat Cancer, and Smithers finally plants a big smooch-a-roo on Mr. Burns. And then uh, they finally reveal that it's the mall angel and it's the end of high prices. And it's the grand opening of the heavenly Hills mall and to follow the angel for all their shopping needs. And this sets up a really, a really funny
0: scene with the rest of the town again. Yeah. And uh, of course there's the whole, you know, Lisa is outraged by the whole thing and and everybody's outraged. Right. And, um, you know, uh, Chief Wiggum kind of steps up and says, yeah, well, we are outraged, but, you exploited people's deepest beliefs just to hawk your cheesy wares? Well, we are outraged, aren't we?
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're outraged. Very, uh. Very much so. But look at all the stores! A, a pottery barn! And 20% off everything? Hey, does that include rat spray?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Out of my way, shorty! Hey! A oh, pottery barn. <laughs> <It's
0: laughs> no, such no a the secret
1: MVP in this episode too. Like the twenty percent off everything does <laughs> that include rat spray? Is <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I just yeah, good stuff.
0: Uh, before we do trivia, do you have any final thoughts on this episode?
1: Just I mean, I, I last two things I like is the the quote I led in with is the robot. The why was I programmed to feel pain? I think is a really long lasting joke. Uh, that's that's been brought up a lot, like in, in pop culture. Just for uh, that's probably had the longest legs out of all of this. And then um, Bart and his crowbar being old Bluey, like again, <laughs> there's just so many great lines in this episode, even though it's a little out there. And no, just I I, I really really like this one. What about awesome.
0: you? Uh, the the I guess we've we've talked about all of what I like. Uh, uh, there's a couple things that you just said that I'll, I'll add on to. when Lisa grabs old Bluey the um the blue crowbar um the family has this kind of oh she's going to go smash the angels, somebody stop her but and she walks right past them, and nobody gets up or moves <laughs> i mean that's that's ridiculous, and then um in the montage showing them just the the crowd destroying all the things that they attribute to science they're they're burning the Christian scientist building. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I miss that completely. Really?
0: yeah, I can't remember the full the full title on the building, but it's like the Christian you know Christian Science building uh, very very misplaced. Um, if you're ready, we can do trivia. So we're not going to block Ang. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for the trivia. All right, uh, so your trivia questions are uh, Lisa and religion-themed.
1: So just to feed off of this episode and to counterpoint that, I have chosen science-themed questions. So religion versus science, yours is Lisa. Mine is going to be actually centered around Professor Frank, even though he isn't in this episode. Uh, nothing is more science about The Simpsons than Professor Frank, so huh.
0: uh, that's I like where we're going to start. Religion versus science, it makes sense. Uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, the <laughs> uh, score
1: <laughs> more like uh, Arby's in a uh, fillet. Not, no. Black Angus is probably pretty similar to Arby. <laughs> if I can Arby's
0: keep down Arby's, I guys. can keep down you. <laughs> Arby's in Five Guys. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just to update the score, I am leading twenty eight point five to twenty four point five. Uh, And I will go ahead and give you the first question. Uh, What three people do Lisa speak to at the Buddhist temple that convince her to try Buddhism in she of little faith? People. One of them is a guest star and the other two are Springfield people.
1: Man, I might even swing and a miss on all these. Uh, I'm hoping one. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: The the guest star is a pretty.
1: Yeah, it's like Richard. Richard
0: Gere.
1: Not not him. Yep. Oh, it is Richard. Okay, Richard Gear. Okay. Woo. All right. I don't I uh, I don't even know how many times I've seen this episode. I want to say a poo, but that just doesn't seem right. That's what no, he's just... gonna do. I know, that's why it's wrong. Richard Gear.
0: Two other sentences. and then there's two uh, a pair of Springfieldites.
1: I feel like they're funny though. Like it's like comic book guy. Yeah. It's not though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know
0: it. It is Lenny and Carl.
1: No, Lenny and Carl, you not Lenny, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your first question is a two-parter because I think the first one's really easy, but I could be wrong. But yeah. for half a point in The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, Homer goes to Professor Frank. Uh and ends up suggesting what invention that Frank has already invented himself.
0: Oh, I haven't seen this episode in such a long time.
1: Um the Thomas Edison episode, you know it very well.
0: Uh, I know I know that very well. I'll probably go through every single thing that Homer invents, but I don't know what he pitches to Professor Frank. There's the uh her, and the makeup gun and the poop chair.
1: So he doesn't he doesn't uh, invent it in the episode. This will be your hint. He doesn't invent it, he just says it to Professor Frank. Because they're just talking about inventions. Yeah, and
0: yeah, I, I don't
1: know. Oh man. Hamburger <laughs> earmuffs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. <laughs> That's right. And then Frank puts on his hamburger earmuffs. Yeah. All right. um, well, now I feel yeah, bad. So that, this was, is that was the new uh, <laughs> Well, now I don't know. Maybe this
1: is a layup. Now, maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so Frank is freaking out because he already invented hamburger earmuffs, um, and he doesn't want Homer to steal all of his glory. But he then settles down because uh, he there's a uh, what problem would Homer never figure out when it comes uh, to inventing the... hamburger earmuffs.
0: Hey. Uh it's like It's like the pickle algorithm or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're pretty close.
0: Uh
1: I'll It's count the pickle it.
0: something. Pickle it, matrix. Uh, <laughs> pickle <laughs> matrix. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew it was something. I'll give you half a point. Let's you pickle
1: is good enough for me.
0: Question is in Homer versus Lisa and the eighth commandment, what does Homer steal? that causes Lisa to get upset with him on religious grounds. Do you know the episode? Uh,
1: grounds. Is it is it the episode that he steals cable? Okay. So what does he steal at the church? I can picture it in my mind.
0: No, no, that was it. Cable. Oh, okay. Cable TV. Oh, okay.
1: I don't know it. if he stole you something know, in church. church too, on religious grounds. I got you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Sorry, I'm, that oh, yeah, yeah, okay. that was unclear, but yeah, yeah. on religious grounds, she is upset.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because he steals cable. Yeah, yeah, for the big WWE fight. Which I mean, who, who can blame him? Okay, right. your 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 next question: In Flaming Moe's, Professor Frank uses a gas chroma, chromatograph chromatograph <laughs> to determine yeah. that the secret ingredient in a flaming moe is what. Love, (laughs) (laughs) correct.
0: Yeah, the sneaky great part about that whole sequence is before that, when they're doing the um, inventor you admire at the at the school, talks about his like great grandfather who invented the gas chromatograph, (laughs) and then and then later Frankie is using one. That's hilarious. very, Very, very sneaky. Uh, all right. So, this is the hard question that I came up with for you, but it, it's been having, mean, I've been chuckling about this episode, uh, this question all day. All right. Your final question is in Bart Sells His Soul, Lisa quotes a famous Chilean poet in stating that, quote, laughter is the language of the soul. Bart also states that he is familiar with the work of this poet. Who is the poet?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, see, the, I, but this is funny because my next question is an episode we recently air quoted on recently, did too. So we should both yeah. know these questions pretty well. <laughs> but they <laughs> Pablo Nerudo.
0: Go, Pablo Nerudo. <laughs> that's, that's one of my absolute favorite Bart lines.
1: <laughs> because clearly he's very well versed in Pablo Nerudo work.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I am familiar with <laughs> With the work of Pablo Neruda, <laughs> and I, I had—I was like, "That's a hard question." But I'm going to do it anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't even confident about my answer at all, so I'm glad that is what it really was. <laughs> yep, okay,
0: that, so. that's what it is. All right,
1: so you're—this is your hard question too. So I apologize that hamburger earmuffs tripped you up, but <laughs> <laughs> like hamburger earmuffs. Okay, so in the episode of Radio Bart, which again we have done. Air quote recently, yeah, a while back. How does Professor Fink Frank suggest the town saves Timmy O'Toole?
0: Um, hmm. doesn't he suggest flooding the well?
1: <laughs> no, oh, what, I, what does he <laughs> like suggest? Freezing him with liquid nitrogen.
0: Oh, that's right, so that future generations like that. may
1: rescue him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it pouring a liquid down the well. I mean, it's in the vicinity. Yeah. So,
0: but um, all right. So I got uh, what one point five points, and you got two points out of that. So you're you're still on the comeback trail. I'm leading thirty to twenty six point five. Ooh, it's in range, striking distance. Right. All right, um, I'll go ahead and count down our recent episodes. Uh, 119 was Bart the Fink, which feels like forever ago. Uh, 118 was Treehouse of Horror. 117 was Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. 116 was Bart's Friend Falls in Love. 115 was Simpson Tide. And now 114, Lisa the Skeptic. Do you want to tease our next episode, or do you not know what it is off the top of your head?
1: I got no clue. Do you know what it is? I will
0: tease. I do. I have it up. I pulled it up right in front of me. Our next episode features one of the Simpsons' cooler cameos or uh, guest stars, we'll say.
1: Is it Batman?
0: It is not Batman. Batman's a scientist. (laughs) It's not Batman. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, well, any last thoughts on Lisa the Skeptic?
0: No, uh, just a, a really good episode. It's underrated. It's a season nine episode. So, you know, we talked about how seasons three through eight are like kind of the sweet spot. Um, so this is outside of that, but it's still just, it's really good stuff. They they were heartwarming. They um, touched on topical stuff. It was back when the Simpsons could do a religion and science episode and execute it perfectly without pissing everybody off. So uh, a plus episode for me.
1: I agree. And uh, just again, a personal favorite One I've seen a bunch and I just really enjoy watching this episode and that's pretty much what it boils down to. So funny stuff.
0: I agree. Uh, So everybody who's listening, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Simpsons138pod. Uh, Leave a comment or uh, give a review on iTunes. Um, Just about any way you can reach us, feel free to reach out and let us know what you think. If you leave a review on iTunes, we'll read it on the podcast and make fun of it. Um, Just
1: for the record, it's been a while, but I remember liking the Mortal Kombat movie. And I think I actually saw it in theaters as like a very young child.
0: You know what? I I was very careful about that in my lead because Mortal Kombat was an excellent film, very underrated. I actually I like that movie a lot. I still would watch that movie if I could find it, like on TV. It's Annihilation. Uh, but I said Mortal Kombat. I said Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which is a garbage movie. Aww. <laughs> I Didn't even get half the actors back. And then like. And then they freaking killed Johnny Cage in the first two minutes.
1: Oh yeah, because I remember he like wanted more. he didn't want to come back or he wanted more money or something. And they just killed him because of it. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah,
0: they, they killed off they killed off everybody. Yeah, it was stupid.
1: Wasn't uh Sonia or something, like the teacher from Billy Madison?
0: She was in the first movie, but in the second one she was not.
1: Oh, yeah, the first one is where it's at is a is a fantastic movie yeah veronica vaughn gets me going so I, I'm, I'm a fan That
0: veronica it. vaughn <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right cool i got nothing else all right
0: good night everybody <laughs> well i guess you were right honey but you have to admit when that angel started to talk you were squeezing my hand pretty hard Well, it was just so loud and... (laughs) Thanks for squeezing back. (laughs) Anytime, my angel.